This is a Suno India production and you are listening to Climate Emergency. Women forest dwellers are struggling to defend their rights which became compromised by the threat of eviction of millions of adivasis and forest dwellers. Makam Mahila Kisan Adhikar Manch is a pan India forum of individuals and organizations seeking to secure women farmers rights. Hi, I'm Kunika Balhotra, the communication officer for Suno India and I will be your host for this episode of Climate Emergency. In this episode I reached out to Dr. Soma KP one of the leading members of Makam to know more about the organization and the struggles of women forest dwellers I also spoke with the other members of Makam Rajim and Shubhada from Chhattisgarh and Maharashtra at a press conference organized by Makam in Delhi on 20th November Mera naam Rajim hai main Chhattisgarh se aayi hu to wahan pe adivasi daliton ke beech mein hamara sangathan hai और संगठन जो है पिछले 2006 से काम कर रही है और वन जल जंगल जमीन के मुद्दे पे महिला हिंसा पे जेंडर समानता को लेके काम कर रही है सरकार ने जब एक्ट बनाया कि मैं छत्तीसगढ़ के जो पारंपरिक रूप से निवासरत आदिवासियों पे है ये जो ऐतिहासिक अन्याय हुआ है इस अन्याय को सुधारने के लिए एक कानून बनाया तो लोगों के मन में गदगदी हुई और उनको एक हथियार मिल गया कि चलो ये इस एक्ट के तहत हम लोग को अपना अधिकार मिल जाएगा और इस एक्ट का उन्होंने जहाँ तक कोशिश हम लोग के कि गांव गांव में जो उसको दवा भरें लेकिन जहाँ हम लोगों ने दवा भरे जिस गांव में संगठन ने काम किया वहाँ तो कुछ हद तक जो है लोगों को मिला लेकिन जहाँ पे ये कानून का आज तक पूरे गाँव में पता ही नहीं है कि आज चौदह साल हो गया बारह साल हो गया इस कानून को बने लेकिन बहुत सारे गांव में जो है जैसे रोजगार गारंटी कानून का सरकार ने गांव-गांव में प्रचार प्रसार किया वनाधिकार कानून का कोई प्रचार प्रसार नहीं हुआ लोगों को पता ही नहीं है वनाधिकार समिति को पता नहीं है कौन है सरपंच को पता नहीं है तहसीलदार पटवारी एसडीएम या हमारे कलेक्टर को भी पता नहीं है कि ये कानून बना है जिसका सही अमलीकरण किया जाए करके अगर किसी ने दावा भरा है और जाके दे दिए तो वो वन विभाग को दे दिए जबकि वन विभाग का कोई रोल ही नहीं है उसमें और वन विभाग ने उसको जला दिया या उस फाइल को ही गायब कर दिया जिनको आज भी लोग भुगत रहे कि वो सोच रहे हैं कि हम तो दावा कर दिए हैं हमको पट्टा मिलेगा लेकिन उसका पट्टा ही गायब है तो एक प्रकार से ये सोचो कि ये कानून का संशोधन करके वन अधिकार के ऊपर एक प्रहार है कि लोगों को वन अधिकार का फायदा न मिले ये कह सके कि हम सरकार की मनसा ही नहीं है कि वो वन अधिकार कानून को सही कर सके हमने बीच में ये भी बात रखी कि मकाम की ओर से कि भाई आपने जानते हैं कि महिलाओं का मायके में भी जमीन नहीं है ससुराल में भी जमीन नहीं है तो कम से कम जो जंगल जमीन है जहां हमने कब्जा किए हैं और आपको पता ही जब हम घर संभाल सकती हैं जंगल संभाल रही हैं खेती संभाल तो महिलाओं को भी किसान का दर्जा दिया जाए तो उस जमीन पर तो कम से कम महिलाओं का नाम हो जैसे आपने राशन कार्ड पर महिलाओं का नाम रखे तो कम से कम उसमें तो महिलाओं की हिंसा कम से कम कम हो जब महिलाओं के नाम पे संपत्ति आएगी तो कम से कम हिंसा कम हो लेकिन हमारी सरकार हमारी महिलाओं को वो दर्जा ही नहीं देना चाहती है एक तरफ देवी सरस्वती दुर्गा मानती है दूसरी तरफ फिर वो महिलाओं को ही अपना पैर की जूती समझती है 
तो हम लोग ये लड़ाई जो लड़ रहे हैं कि एक तरफ से सरकार को ये और आपके माध्यम से कि आप पत्रकार लोग हैं हमारी आवाज़ को सुप्रीम कोर्ट तक पहुँचाएँ कि जंगल में रहने वाले हम लोग की जिंदगी जुड़ी हुई है जंगल से हमारे आने वाले भविष्य की पीढ़ी का भविष्य टिका हुआ है उस जंगल से अगर ये जंगल नाश हो जाएगा तो हम लोग कहाँ जाएंगे आज छत्तीसगढ़ में अनाधुन औद्योगिकरण चल रहा है आपको पता होगा कि बैलाडीला में हो बड़ाने का चाहे अंबिकापुर में जो अभी तक धरने में चल रहा है कोल माइनिंग का अभी हमारी हम छत्तीसगढ़ में वेदांता का फिर सोना खनन का हो गया है तो ये तो एक तरफ से छत्तीसगढ़ में आप सोचो कि जहाँ शहर है वहाँ तो जंगल है नहीं क्योंकि लोगों ने बचाया नहीं सब खत्म कर दिए और जहाँ आदिवासी उनकी आस्था जुड़ी हुई है उनकी जिंदगी जुड़ी हुई है उनकी जरूरतें जुड़ी हुई है इसलिए वो जंगल को बचा के रखे हैं और जिसको उन लोग बचा के रखे हैं उसको सरकार बर्बाद करना चाहती उसको निजी फैक्ट्रियों में देना चाहती बहुराष्ट्रीय कंपनियों को देना चाहती है ताकि वो फिर से छत्तीसगढ़ जो धान का कटोरा रहता था अब धान का कटोरा ना हो कि लोहा कटोरा बन जाए लोग आए आपके दिल्ली बम्बई में और दूसरे के यहाँ बर्तन जो झाड़ू लगाए उनकी गुलामी करें ये चाहती है हमारी सरकार आज जब स्वतंत्र जी रहे तो सरकार का खुश नहीं है मकाम जो है नेशनल लेवल का एक महिला संगठन है और महिलाएं जो हैं आप जानते हैं कि एकल हो महिला हो विधवा हो पैतृकता हो है ना जो महिलाओं के नाम पे ना संपत्ति है उसको घर से निकाल दिया जाता है हिंसाएँ इतनी बढ़ रही है तो वो हिंसाएँ कैसे कम कर सकते हैं तो संपत्ति जब रहता है महिलाओं के पास तो एक पावर रहता है निर्णय लेने की क्षमता बढ़ती है वो कुछ उनकी बातों पे एक वजन रहता है तो हम इसको जो है अपने अपने राज्य में अपने अपने जिले में महिला किसान मंच का स्थापित करके महिलाओं की आवाज़ को हम आगे बढ़ा रहे हैं मेरा नाम शुभदा मी आम आरोग्या संस्था के सामने कार्य करती हूँ ऐसे ही मकाम केस में जो हमारी नेशनल फैसिलिटेशन टीम मेंबर हो और जो फॉरेस्ट राइट्स का यह है उसमें को कन्वेनर कानून तो बन गया है 2008 से तो 10 साल उस समय पूरे हुए थे अभी तो 12 साल होते आए हैं और इन 12 सालों में अभी तक बहुत सी जगह मालूम ही नहीं गई है और महिलाओं तक तो बिल्कुल ही मालूम नहीं गई है जहाँ अधिकार पत्र मिले हैं वहाँ भी अधिकार पत्र पर महिलाओं के नाम है या नहीं है वो उनको पता नहीं मालूम नहीं है शासन जो ग्राम सभा है वो ग्राम सभा अपने आप में बंधा बांधने की कोई कोशिश या संगठन की कोशिश बहुत कम या उसका तोड़ने का प्रयास विभागों से भी हो रहा है तो ये एक बात है और फिर महिलाएं इसके पीछे अगर रहे तो महिलाओं के ऊपर ज़्यादातर से उनके चरित्र के ऊपर ही ये करना इस तरह का हो रहा है या डायरेक्टली सेक्सुअल हरासमेंट या शारीरिक रूप से कुछ एक तो इस तरह से ये ज्यादा वो उनका एक कहना ऐसा है जो शिविर में महिलाओं ने बोला है कि आप मायके से खाली हाथ एक बार लौट जाएंगे लेकिन जंगल से कभी खाली हाथ नहीं लौटते हैं तो इसका मतलब है वहां कुछ ना कुछ अगर खेती में कुछ नहीं हुआ तो जंगल में उनको कंदमूल है किसी कोई सब्जी है वाजी है कुछ ना कुछ मिल जाता है फल है और उसका उपयोग हमारे फूड के इसमें अगर ठीक ढंग से हो जाए या हम जो बोल रहे हैं कि पोषक अन्न जो आईसीडीएस वगैरह से देने की ये सोच हो रही है तो वो तो वहीं से मिलेगा लेकिन जंगल से मिलेगा लोगों की खेती से भी मिलेगा लेकिन उसका प्रॉपर इम्प्लीमेंटेशन या उसको ठीक ढंग से 
عمل میں لانا وہ نہیں ہو رہا ہے دوسرا معلومات کے طور پہ بھی لوگوں میں کمی ہو گیا ہے لوگوں میں ایک ڈر پھیلا گیا کہ شاید اگر یہ واپس لیا جائے گا ہمیں جو ملا ہے وہ واپس یا بہت ساری جگہ یہ تو پہلے سے ہوا ہے کہ لوگوں نے سی ایف آر کے لیے کمیونٹی فارسٹ رائٹس کے لیے جو ڈیمانڈ کی تو اس میں سے کم حصہ دیا گیا راجیہ مین شبدا ٹریولڈ ٹو ڈیلی ود گروپ آف ویمن فارسٹ ڈویلرس فرام ڈفرینٹ اسٹیٹس ٹو سیک ٹو ڈرا دی اٹینشن آف دی میڈیا اینڈ پارلیمنٹیرینس ٹو دیئر کنسرنس ناؤ یو ول لسن فرام ڈاکٹر سوما کے پی ہو ول ٹیل اس مور اباؤٹ مکام could you start by telling us something about yourself i have been working on women's issues in the context of development for the last 35 years i'm a planner by profession um i've just completed my phd also on the issue of gender and ecology simply because i felt that this whole issue of women and natural resources and environment has not been given enough focus and there's very little literature that actually looks at this issue from a theoretical perspective in India. So I undertook the research only to bring that, those kind of issues into the academic world and into the policy discussion, which I'm happy to say is now beginning to show some fruits that we have these kind of conversations on forest rights and women, on land rights and women, on issues of gender and environmental protection, and um, that leads us to what we are here for. The rights and the claims of Dalits, women, marginalized and nomadic communities have been ignored and rejected in most cases. According to you, what steps should the government take in order to implement the FRA effectively and to ensure the people belonging to these communities their rights and claims? strategies are multiple we are um, some of our uh, members are organized into collectives in fact in large numbers we have a presence in 25 states um, and uh, some states have a bigger presence of membership of women farmers in makam uh, they are organized into state level uh, organizations and associations so where women have collectivized where they are representing their issues we work with them to build up capacities to build up uh, understanding of how to represent and what are the key issues they would be representing to look at strategies to be able to bring our voices through research through documentation through video documentation through programs such as yours it through alliances with the media to enable women to actually access these resources and build their own um strengths to represent themselves the farmers are in debt they are in crisis they are committing suicide but the women don't have those choices they are having to manage their children their farms the animals the elders everything around them so to support them is one big part of our concern right now and we've been having meetings with the media with the state commissions for women with the district authorities to actually create access to entitlements and support for such women for their children to get an education for them to be able to repay their debts is very difficult in these circumstances and upon that is the whole turmoil and the trauma of having to deal with their families when the husband dies very often the women are blamed ke tune behas kari you know so many of these um, newspaper clippings and uh, the kind of narrative that's been created is that the women were argumentative and they were the men committed suicide 
these are not about argumentative women this is about the distress within the household that is causing the strife to struggle and to manage and to survive when the state on one side is taking away the land from these women and giving it to um, companies and to corporate farming uh, and on the other their families are indebted to get the inputs from the uh, from the government and from private agencies it is the women who have to negotiate all these terrains with the men who are making these decisions when they don't have a say in those decisions and yet have to take over the burden entirely of managing the household and are even oppressed by their own families their marital families they have nowhere to go we are trying to provide that kind of support through policy dialogue as well as through community based interventions so for instance in andhra pradesh right now we have uh, centers running that are trying to work with the district administration to provide the support to such women and we're also exploring counseling support and uh, linkages forward and backward linkages with institutions banks for instance and um, with uh, government programs for instance for them to get some support and meanwhile we are also trying to look at ways to strengthen their livelihoods through other forms of support here how is makam helping them to secure their rights and gain recognition in the rural economy so maybe we should talk about the issues that the women at the um press conference raised and you were there at that press conference you were also there at our meeting the day before and you understand that they they have come from a position of great stress and great struggle uh, each of the women who was here was representing at least 2000 women who uh, from her federation and from her organization um some was representing even larger numbers uh, kumari bai for instance uh, was talking about how they have formed a mahasangh grams mah gram sabha which it represents 77 uh, village gram sabhas so the voices of the women within these gram sabhas have been strengthened to bring forward the issues of how land diversion in forest areas is not only going to destroy the forest quality but also destroy their livelihoods and their ability to survive and to mitigate this is hugely reduced when policies of this nature that don't recognize how communities themselves are protecting the forest are made so when you have a diversion of land the people will protest simply because their everyday livelihoods are based on that forest and they are compelled then to migrate there is an increasing trend of uh, male migration but also a female migration from these areas and the distress is causing them huge hardship so they were all here to represent multiple issues um for instance um, uh, the uh, laichi bai from uh, uh madhya pradesh raised the issue of how they have been conserving protecting and using the forest and how they have managed the rhythm of their daily needs from the um produce of the forest but also ensuring that in the seasons when the forest replenishes itself they are there to protect and to ensure that the animals the water bodies are protected for the women to have uh, for the animals to have access to them and for their own needs but when in the middle of their forest the uh, forest department diverts the land to the campa program the uh, community the con, uh, 
compensatory afforestation program, then the lands of these people are being taken over for plantation of monocrops, such as sagwan. Now, sagwan has huge timber value, but for them, it means a destruction of the undergrowth, the middle growth, the shrubs, the varieties of herbs that they used to get from those forests. And for them to be able to live without all that is unimaginable because they have depended on that for their preventive and curative health, for the health of their fields and their soil, for the animals that they, uh, that they maintain in their cluster. They can't imagine a life without all these species. And if you kill the diversities, then you're actually killing the forest and you're killing the people who are living in that forest. So this uh, this was the major issue that recognized the diversities, recognize us as part of those diversities. And biodiversity management is something we've been doing traditionally. You need to recognize our roles in that. The second issue that they raised was that of having their um, um, being denied the claims that they have put under the Forest Rights Act. The first issue they raised in this was that so many, you are working with us and therefore we know about the Forest Rights Act. But there are so many people who don't even know that such an act exists. And the government has not done enough to take the message about the Forest Rights Act, which was enacted back in 2006, to the people. So if the people don't know about it, how do they rec register their claims? How do they form their Forest Rights Committee? How do they function under the rules that the Forest Rights Committee is uh, uh, supposed to function under and pass their claims uh, to the next levels where they are supposed to be registered? Yeah. The third issue that they're talking about is that when we go to um, get our forest rights, there is a lot of violence. Huh? There is a lot of violence. And with the Supreme Court case that is ongoing right now, that violence has taken on a new kind of uh, avatar that the forest department's karmcharis seem to think that they already own the land. They are threatening us with eviction. They are doing fencing, digging trenches into which the children and the animals are falling and getting injured and getting and dying and they're digging ponds where the elephants will come in the neighborhood you heard that in the disposition from the deposition from the women from uh, khatima that when you dig the elephant ponds near our villages where do we go they'll trample our homes and that's what you want so this kind of violence is structural violence you know there is the whole one is the structural violence that they are experiencing through the state's uh, apathy in implementation of the act. The other is the sexual harassment and the threat of sexual harassment when women go to complain about this kind of structural violence. The police department does not register the case and instead the forest officials have give, uh, written a case against the 15 women for which they've had to go all the way to um, the state capital to register their uh, case and get a stay. So the women are literally in a, just in a khai mein, idhar sarkar aur udhar ye is tarah ki nitiya, to wo kahan jayengi? Aap batayye, jab unka sangharshi is tarah se pehchana nahi ja raha hai. So they are here today to register these and to say that we want a representation of at least 50%. Kanun kehta hai ke 30 pratishat forest right committee mein mahilahon ka, mahilahe honi chahiye. 
हमारा मानना है मकाम की तरफ से कि 50 प्रतिशत से कम नहीं होना चाहिए आप बराबरी की बात करिए आप इस तरह से ना सोचिए कि महिलाओं कुछ महिलाओं को ले आइएगा और उनकी बात आप ही कहते रहे महिलाओं की अपनी सोच है अपना तर्क है और अपनी प्राथमिकताएं हैं जिससे आपका आज तक जीवन गुजर चल रहा है उसको महत्व नहीं दिया जाएगा तो औरतें किधर की रहेंगी तो समाज किधर की रहेंगी और वंचित वंचित का ही रह जाएगा Also, what is your take on the Supreme Court's judgment that came out on 13th February 2019 for the eviction of over 10 lakh tribal and other forest-dwelling people across 17 states? What are the implications of this judgment on the forest dwellers, women in particular? Supreme Court का जो केस है, ये बेदखली का केस नहीं था। ये केस था challenging the constitutionality of the फॉरेस्ट राइट्स एक्ट और ये केस के पीछे भी अगर आप जाएं कौन लोग थे जो इसको चैलेंज कर रहे थे उनमें से दो पार्टीज जैसे जैसे उनको समझ में आया कि ये जो फॉरेस्ट राइट्स एक्ट है ये फॉरेस्ट के खिलाफ नहीं है कंजर्वेशन के खिलाफ नहीं है बल्कि लोगों को मजबूत करने का प्रयास कर रही है वेन दे रियलाइज दैट द फॉरेस्ट राइट एक्ट इज इन promoting conservation and management that is community based they withdrew themselves from the case huh? now you find that the discourse that has been constructed by the uh, by the uh, parties who have filed the case in the courts seems to be much more about how the, they are the managers the conservators and territoriality seems to be behind this whole process ke ye jagir hai और ये जागीर फॉरेस्ट विभाग की है जहाँ पे वो कुछ भी मनमानी कर सकते हैं वन वनों के बचाव के नाम पर मॉडल ऑफ कॉन्जर्वेशन इज ह्यूजली टेक्नो मैनेजीरियल एंड लुक्स एट मोनोक्रॉपिंग विच इज नॉट दॉरेस्ट इन दिसमीट लैंड ऑफ द हिमालय Our forests are mixed deciduous forests. Our forests are dry deciduous forests with mixed species and a lot of undergrowth and shrubs and herbal varieties and a diverse um, system of management. The systems of valar, for instance, which was the shifting agriculture system in Rajasthan, Gujarat, and in the western region, um, they're not even aware that the valar system was based on seasonality and systems of एक्चुअली रिप्लेनिशिंग और जितना आप आदिवासी लोगों को या वनाश्रित लोगों को सीमित करते जाएंगे उनके साइकिल्स ऑफ मैनेजमेंट उतने ही थ्रेटन होते हैं सो इफ यू वॉन्ट टू मेनटेन द फॉरेस्ट यू नीड टू अंडरस्टैंड हाउ द फॉरेस्ट सिस्टम डिपार्टमेंट हैज इट सेल्फ नॉट रिप्रेजेंटेड द पीपल्स इंटरेस्ट तो उनकी तरफ से कौन बोलेगा 
So we find that some of the people who are working with these communities and some of the communities themselves have impleded themselves since the judgment of 15th. And if you talk about the eviction order was an order that was given in his time, we believe. And the uh, courts will, in their wisdom, we hope, find the um, wisdom to actually withdraw this order and to enable the forest communities to continue to live in um, synergy with the forest and to play an important part in the maintenance and management of the forest. The eviction order was a misplaced um, representation that really mistook what the Forest Rights Act is all about. And we are pleading, we are representing before the courts to ensure Makam is not representing, but we have been building up the documentation and the evidences from the field to show how communities are managing. They have managed and continue to conserve forests, the uh, biodiversities of plant and animal species in the forest, that their concern is as much for... So yesterday you heard in the Mocha that we are, when we talk about hum sab ek hai, the forest dwellers are not talking about just people uniting together to lift their voices, but to uniting to represent the voices of all forest dwellers. The smallest species is important for the chain of survival within the forest. And this an ecological perspective is what is needed. We hope that the courts will also take an ecological perspective, will listen to those who are working with the communities and understand how communities have been contributing to this and will take that into cognizance, into giving a good judgment, a wise judgment that protects the forest dwellers and protects the forest. Without protecting the forest dwellers, you cannot protect the forest. If you leave the forest in the regime of the forest department, the way it functions presently with monocropping and timber and profitability and growth written so clearly in its um, manifesto and only seeking to arm itself and to bring weaponization and militarization of forest areas, it will only lead to more conflict. And we plead to the government, to the courts, to see that this is not about an adversarial issue, which is about a struggle for survival and livelihoods. The FRA implementation has made gains in improving socio-economic and livelihood status of tribals and forest dwellers in many states in India. How do you think this order by Supreme Court has affected the tribal economy and their livelihood? So the tribal economy has been one of living with nature in a simple way for well-being. It is not just about um, the food that they get from the forest. It is a way of life. The forest dwellers do not see themselves in a bounded territory, but see themselves as people who work with the forest to replenish it and to attend to their needs. Yeah. So when they talk even about houses, they do not talk about concrete. In fact, one of the women at a, a, a recent meeting was so pained by the fact that the cement factories are taking the limestone by destroying the forest, by are taking the stones by blasting within the forest, are taking the water resources that replenish the forest and allow the species to survive. 
and you can see this for instance very clearly in Pindwada. You can see this very clearly wherever the mining is happening, whether you go to Odisha or you go to Jharkhand or you go to Chhattisgarh. It pains me to have to even talk about it. So what the pain is that the people are going through when they see this destruction and this kind of development happening, that uh, their way of life was to live with the forest to allow the growth to happen and when they see growth they're talking about environmental growth they're not talking about economic growth they've been happy with living the way they have when they talk about their housing structures they don't talk about pakka housing they talk about houses with aeration coming through with the leaves that from the forest itself that are dried leaves that give them their chapar they're not cutting logs to build these full timber houses they're looking at what is available and what should not be taken from the forest. They talk about a collectivity of the forests and themselves. And even in their social formation, they have a system where they will say that you can't take more than this wood. You can't take more than this from this area. They will stop taking uh, resources from a particular area when they find that it is getting um, uh, depleted or undernourished. They'll stop using ponds at particular times of the year when they find their animals are not getting enough just to leave that water for the animals and will pull back when other species are threatened. And this is the culture that we are destroying. So the tribal economy, the forest dwellers economy, is about enoughness. It's not about uh, accumulative uh, capital. It is about being able to live a life of dignity, a life of enoughness, a life of simplicity. And the mainstream society tends to see these as values that need to be negated today. We have much to learn from the tribal communities, from the nomadic communities who are also forest dwellers. You know, the nomadic communities, the grasslands have also been declared as forest species within the grasslands. But when the grasslands themselves, the forest department is saying we want to protect the species within the forest. But when you destroy the grassland, how do you protect the species? You are diverting those lands for oil mining for um, stone mining, for marble cutting. My area of work is Rajasthan, hugely. So I'm giving you examples from there, but it's all over the country. And if this is the way that we maintain our forests, our grasslands and our um, environment, then we have much more to lose than just the carbon credits. We have our lives at stake. We have our ability to cope with crisis at stake. And where will communities cope? When you displace them, you say, okay, they're moving to urban areas, open schools to give them new skills. But these are not the skills that will help them live in their own communities. So yesterday at the rally, one of the tribal leaders raised this call for better education that is relevant to the way of the tribal dwellers. Why did he raise that issue? Because the kind of, jis ki shiksha parosi jari hai logon ko, wo unko ek banane ki unko subservient banane ki shiksha di jari hai na ki unko apni samaj se apne paryavaran aur apne parivesh ko bachane aur rakh rakhrav karne ki there is wisdom in the knowledge systems that the tribals have and those wisdoms need to be recognized so from makam we are trying to do that documentation we are also undertaking studies that will foreground the agroecology of the tribal ways of life and their agricultural economy Thank you for listening to this episode of Climate Emergency. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter on sonoindia.in and if you like the work we are doing, do consider supporting us and help us stay independent.